moment you've been waiting for. The world famous Buck and Dex Show. Here we go. You gotta keep it sanitary. Cleaning is my passion. Since Corona disease. Scrubbing bubbles, taking care of the bathroom. And I never mix ammonia with bleach. I get up every Terry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Buck. Hello, everyone. I'm Dex. What episode is this? 32? Probably. I think it's episode 32. I'll have to check. But uh, we are live. We're actually uh, doing an audio-only pod- uh, audio only podcast now. And uh, we're to the point where I think Dex feels comfortable. Wait, I feel comfortable? Coming down to my house? No, I think you are the one, sir, that always felt uncomfortable of me. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I thought you were staying away because of uh, other people influencing your life. Well, sure. I mean, there was... I would have had you come over. I don't care. I'm totally safe, dude. I'm getting my corona check. I'm safe. Well, you know, uh, at at this point, I think we're good. I hope. I mean, there's definitely a chance we could still get the coronavirus. I think think that the percentage is pretty small, but it could still happen. Yeah. So wash your hands. Wear a mask and uh, try to stay six feet away from people if you can. I don't know. I think that's probably wise. Yeah, that's just, you know, if, if you agree with it or not, it's just right now you should do that, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's probably wise information. So, uh, or wise counsel, yeah. I should say. Uh, so, we have a very special guest that's going to be joining us today. I honestly either, okay, so one of two things is going to happen. Either this guy's going to call, and I don't want to say who it is, because until he calls, either we're going to have like probably one of the most sought-after interviews right now, wouldn't you say? No. Why not? In fact, I really want to make fun of you for this interview, because for a long time... You You can't spill the beans yet, because we don't know what's happening. Okay, I won't say anything, but for a long time, I have been scared to book an interview... Because I know you'll just make fun of me, and I know I, I shouldn't care what you think, but I've been holding back. And when you called me the other day excited about this interview... I was super stoked. I, I was so disappointed in myself for feeling like I should ever, ever be ashamed of booking any interview. Well, some interviews you should be ashamed no, of. No, I don't think so. Like, uh, Like if you wanted to talk to that girl from that Netflix show... I can't remember what her name is. I think she's Japanese, and it's about like decluttering your house and simplifying things. Are you? You would not want to talk to that girl. Are you serious? Why would I want to talk to her? And she doesn't speak English though, so that she does way. speak English, she does? dude. Yes. I actually have never seen the show, <laughs> but I would I would love to talk to her if she if she speaks English because she has a Netflix show. Well, no, it's it's kind of cool. I've heard great things about it. Like people's lives are being changed because of all the clutter that we have as Americans. <laughs> you know. Doing her part. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I, I think anybody... See, so, so t- hold on, hold on a second. Okay. I think throughout the years, though, we, we've had guests on our show throughout the years that we thought were going to be complete just trash or just stupid, and they turned out to be amazing. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody has a story. Yeah. You just got to find out what that is. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. Yeah, so either this guy's going to call us or I totally got catfished. I hope you I hope you got catfished because when Bud I, it, told me there's that, a good possibility because I honestly believe like the interview that we're supposed to have here is probably one of the most sought after interviews just right now just because of the timing of everything and I'm not talking about the coronavirus but I'm talking about a particular TV show just wrapping up and I think everybody wants to talk to this person. So when you went to what Instagram or Facebook page, which one did you go to? Facebook. So did 
did it look like his Facebook was legit? It was really him? Yeah, yeah, it totally looked legit. It absolutely 100% was looked the, legit. Was there any other Facebook profiles of him out there? There's a... Fan page? There's like an artist page, and then there's the personal page. And I actually hit up the per, the artist page. Still, he might not have a Facebook account. That's the thing. Some Somebody out there might have been like, this guy doesn't have... He's on the void? Oh. I don't want to give it away. Oh, you just, you said it. But that might be fake because Buck, Buck actually used to catfish people all the time. So I think his, that karma is going to come back one of these days. Just Um, saying. Sorry. I'm sending him a message. Really, really. Yeah. Let's, let's find out who this, this guy is. Well, we'll see if he calls. Please be cat. Oh, I hope, I hope you get catfished. (laughs) I don't think I got catfished. Cause he hit back. He, he hit you back right away. Yeah, so I emailed him at 8.37 on Tuesday, and um, he emailed me back like two minutes later. Maybe three minutes later. It doesn't show the time. Sure, I'll be on your podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I asked. I just gave him a little intro. Hey, you know, like to have you on the podcast. And he says, I imagine I could. When are you looking to do something? And then I said, well, I'm kind of in shock. You replied, lol. <laughs> It was supposed to say whatever you pick would be o- whenever you pick would be okay, but it, I typed whatever you puke would be okay. <laughs> We're in Albuquerque, New Mexico in the mountain time zone, so whatever you can swing, we'd totally work around your schedule. And then he said, okay, I could probably do something tomorrow or Thursday. Would that work? And I said, how about Thursday? And uh, he said, perfect. Let's shoot for noon or earlier. I said, totally. We have a couple of different ways we can do it. We can do it audio. We can do it video. Which do you prefer, he says. I said, audio sounds better, but video is cool too. He says, I'm okay with either. Audio might be best since it's a podcast. Oh, see, he he might be playing you there. And then I said, okay, my number is blank. Let's do 10 a.m. our time, which I think is 11 your time. Sound good? Perfect. What's the name of the podcast? And I said, sorry, I was putting kids to bed. It's called the Buck and Dex podcast. Okay. So... Good chance. Good chance. We might be, uh, excuse me, you might be getting catfished. I have not. I'm going to be really upset if I got catfished by this guy. Do you have any questions to ask him to make sure that, I guess you'll know by his voice, right? You've been been watching. I've been watching this particular show. Let me show you the profile and see what you think. See if it looks legitimate. Here you go. Just scroll down because there's like videos of him talking. And it totally looks legit, though. Like, it looks like it's his... Well, I mean, he's got a lot of followers. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a good sign. Today's show is brought to you by the IRS. Scaring the hell out of people over their taxes for over 100 years. Man, I've been super, super busy with real estate stuff. Like, insanely Market's busy. booming? It's ridiculous. Why? Is it just because housing is so low right now? Yeah, people are... I think people are a little bit freaked out about listing their houses and selling their houses right now. And so the inventory is super, super tight. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, so you have these, the busy seasons in the year. So for me, my busy season, um, when you get kind of towards the end of the year, so I get busy from like December through February. Mm. And then I usually have like a little lull in March and then, you know, April, May, I get busy again. So I was busy right before all the COVID stuff started happening and I had 10 deals in pending and I closed out eight of them. And the two that I didn't close ended up terminating because the guy buying the properties came back and he tried to get the properties for a lot less just because of the coronavirus. And uh, and so I closed out those eight properties, those two canceled, and then I ended up started getting busy again. So I feel like my spring season is starting like two months late. And um, yeah, but I ended up selling those other properties for more money now. So good. uh, But it's just been nonstop, man. I mean, I was in the car on Thursday for just about 12 hours. And then as soon as I got home, I had to work for another hour and a half, two hours on the computer. Just showing homes and stuff? Yeah, just taking care of like offers and stuff like that. I mean, it's just been, it's been insane how busy it's been. And then, you know, I came into Buck's house and, you know, he has three little munchkins running around. 
Yeah, and dude, try working at oh home gosh. with those th- with those with those three. Holy cow! It's so hard. Yeah, the banging on the door. Let me in. Let me in. It's Ella. Let me in. <laughs> it's yeah. like constant screaming and banging. That was actually Cash. Cash was banging was on Cash? his sister's door. Yeah, because Ella wouldn't let him in because they were swapping lockers. Her and Sophie, they have like these little tiny play lockers, and they were swapping lockers, yeah. and they're like, Cash is gonna disrupt us, Dad. He's gonna make a mess. How do the how do the girls get along with Cash? Because how how much younger is Cash? He's three years younger than Ella. Okay, so it's yeah. It's, so she'll be eight and he'll be five. All right. Uh, how is how is that? It's they dote on him. Yeah. 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 They totally dote on him and just you know. Yeah. He's their little baby brother. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're good kids though, man. Yeah. They're good kids. Good kids. Yeah. Good children. Yeah. Well, that's good. And. uh Wife's good. Everything, uh, everything's good there. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. No divorce yet. No, no, no dude, good, we're solid. Good, good. A lot of, lot of, lot of relationships uh, getting broke up during COVID. Lots of people getting divorces. Um, I think this has been a pretty stressful time for a lot of people. Oh yeah, dude. You I know? was um, our neighbors. My neighbor that lives behind us. She is a local sales manager for Comcast, and so like Comcast advertising or Xfinity or whatever they're called. And um, she said that she's going after divorce attorneys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's like, it's opening up all these new possibilities for advertisers. Yeah. And divorce attorneys are one of them. Yeah. You know? Do you think it's, it's, it's probably, does it have to do with the stress or is it the having to spend, you know, a lot of people are working at home now. So you're spending just every waking minute with your partner and realizing Oh my gosh, I'm not sure if I like this person that much. I need a break. Like I wonder what it is that is causing a lot of these decisions to break up or to to get a divorce, you know? Or maybe maybe they had their their side fling, you know? A lot of people were in other relationships cheating on their partner and then now they can't because they're supposed to be under quarantine. How do you work that out? I think that uh the idea of the stress of everything is just spot on. Yeah. It's absolutely spot on. I believe that people don't, they don't, uh, don't realize what life's going to be like when you have to be around each other all the time. And that's probably why this happens. Yeah. And you, you and Sarah though, I mean, Sarah, she's, she's got a job. You, you, you have a job and you have kids. So, do you, do you find yourself having to find quality time like that alone time to spend with each other? Cause it sounds like you both are super busy. Yeah, we're both busy. Um, <clears throat> honestly, we haven't had a date night in a while. Um, and that's, you know, obviously just because everything's shut down and there's really nowhere to go take your wife on a date. Uh, I believe now, uh, since they're opening up patios for restaurants, we could probably do that and actually accomplish a date night. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just changed, you know, we're respectful of each other's, you know, needing space sometimes. I mean, you know, I'll let her go in the bedroom and watch a TV show or something and try to keep the kids wrangled. That's good. And keep them away from her. So yeah, it's just, it's just different. Yeah. It's hard when both uh, parents are working and then you have kids that, that age, that's, that's tough, man. Yeah. But you guys are doing it. Yeah, we are. Proud of you. Any uh, any message back from our catfish? I'm going to be so bummed. This is very unprofessional of him. Because he's, uh, what, he's 15 minutes late now. Yeah, he is. Nothing, huh? Nothing yet. It's going to be one of those, oh, I'm so sorry. I got the times mixed up. I thought you meant Friday. <laughs> and you know what? I, I I don't know what day it is usually. This virus thing has completely messed me up because not having a full time like job. Yeah. Like I just go to school and I work out, right? I don't know what day it is half the time. You know, I haven't gotten that bad yet just because of my job, you know, the way that I have to operate. Right. But uh I do forget things. Like sometimes I'll be at home and I'll forget to brush my teeth. I'll realize at like three o'clock in the afternoon, I haven't brushed my teeth. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're not going to be around anybody. It's like, eh, I can do Yeah, that. but it's like, you got to practice hygiene, yeah, you know? Yeah, but it's okay. I just forget, 
sometimes. It's okay every once in a while. You know, not take a shower for a few days. It's fine. If you're not going to be around anybody, why? Why do it, you know? What, you know, just save the water, you know? Yeah, but it's not like we're in a drought or anything. I mean, I know we're in the desert, but yeah, <clears throat> I think there's enough water to brush my teeth. There's something about taking a nice warm shower. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. I know. We're getting catfished, guys. Oh, That's all there is to it. I'm so sad. And he's a pastor. Ugh. Tell everybody who it is. Go ahead. Tell everybody who you booked. So I booked the winner of The Voice, <laughs> Todd Tillman. <laughs> you were so pumped when you I called I was so him. excited. Buck was like, you'll never believe who I booked for the show. And I was like, I was, I was seriously excited. I was pumped. And then when he told me, I just laughed at him because... I don't watch The Voice. I watch The Voice. I don't. I, I do. And uh, yeah, I don't know who this guy is because I don't watch The Voice. And um, yeah, you were really excited and doesn't look like he's calling in. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can. Uh... You see the disappointment on Buck's face right now. It's amazing. <laughs> This, you think, you think this it's is, funny? This has happened to, you know, this happens. We've been in radio for a long time. This happens. So sometimes communication, I, I don't, I don't think you're getting catfished. I think he probably forgot or he's, a, I don't know. Maybe he didn't put it in his calendar. That happens. I need you to talk for a second so I can uh, send this text message. Um, Buck and Dex Army. Tell us how you've been doing. I know you can't call in right now, but uh, you can always go to our Instagram. We have our Facebook page, um, and uh, that's just Buck and Dex Army. Go and subscribe if you haven't yet, and send us a message. Uh, we love hearing from you. If you have a issue going on, maybe you are fighting with your partner during uh, this awful coronavirus time, um, and you need some help. Um, We'll do our best to uh, try to give you advice, some, something we've been doing for a lot of years uh, here in Albuquerque. So um, we love uh, connecting with you guys and hearing from you guys. So go follow and make sure you tell everybody too. pass the word on, share the page, tag your friends in our posts and tell everybody that Buck and Dex are back. Um, I guess maybe I kind of want to apologize a little bit just because I know we were doing the podcast a couple times a week and then the virus hit. And then we did our best to try to keep it going with, with uh, what was it, Zoom? And then we went to another platform like Zoom. Yeah, we tried, uh, we tried Zoom. The video and, cast and Zoom stuff. was okay, but now we, we actually found one. So I think that will actually be still really good to use when we do decide we want to fully incorporate video properly is StreamYard. I don't know, man. If you've tried the Facebook and the Instagram one, they're amazing. I don't think, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we should try that though. Cause I did, I did a test run the other day and you were playing video games Yeah, and I had four people on at once. It was awesome. I had Ricky. He gave us a tour of his house. He's building of his mansion. Yeah. And it, we got to try it. I think And Instagram just came out with their feature of the zoom, um, where you can, you I don't know. You could have as many people as you want, have yeah. a little party room huh. own private party room. So Okay, um, well, we, we could try it out, but I mean, we just need to have like, we need to have good cameras set up for it, yeah. and we need to figure out how to do that, because if we do video, I want it to be legit. Like, I don't want to do it kind of half-assed. I want to make sure it looks good. Yeah, and I and I need to not be at my place, because the Wi-Fi is terrible. We tried to fix the Wi-Fi, but... What do you have, like dial-up or something? Your no. video is awful. I, I don't know. We tried. We had a guy come out. We haven't done it since the guy came out, so it might be fixed. So we need to try it, but um, yeah, it's it's bad. So that's kind of why we stopped doing it because I couldn't really come over here because of the virus, and then um, my Wi-Fi sucked. But uh, I want to. I still want to do another interview with Dilbert Number One because we tried to get him on. I really want to try to get that again because that's one of the funniest episodes I think we've done with the Dilberts, but we never got Dilbert one on because his Wi-Fi didn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that guy. Oh man. He has not changed. I was just going to say it's, at all. It is so weird. He has not changed one bit. It's insane. 
Dilbert too, man. That kid, he's completely different. Yeah, he's got his stuff together, man. He's got a job. He's got a baby. He's got one on the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is Dilbert number one gay? <laughs> I don't. First off, I don't care. If no, I don't care. I'm just curious. And I felt like you might have been a little hard on him during the interview. What are you talking about? You, you were teasing him a little bit. About what? How did I tease you were him? Almost, you were almost being kind of a bully. I wasn't being a bully. You were border, borderline. He told you offline not to ask about relationships. Well, I th- see. I'm not, not, I didn't know what he meant by that. So I don't, I don't know. I think I don't know if he was talking about he was in a relationship with a girl. He didn't say, but that he. I love the guy no matter what. I don't care. Eh, I don't. I, don't. I mean, you know me. I. I but think about it. When we talked to him about his job, he didn't even want to talk That's about true. the he job did. that he worked at because he, he thought that was disrespectful, which is completely weird. Yeah, he's a, he's an odd fellow for sure. So we can have him back on, but he, uh, you know, it would be better actually just to not do video with him. It would be better to do audio with him. No. See, I want video. Why? I, because I... The audio, I died. I was dying laughing. Like every time I talked to the kid, I I don't laugh like that ever until I talked to Dilbert number one. And when we saw him for a split second with his hat and his hairdo and his leather jacket, <laughs> I I was so excited just to watch him. Uh, and then all of a sudden his connection, we lost him. So I, I, we got to try it again. Okay. All right, but he needs to go somewhere where he actually has he can connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and then the whole cell phone thing—how oh. crazy and weird was that? What does he have? An iPhone four? Is that what he said? Yeah, it was a four or five, and he would not—he wouldn't upgrade. Yeah, he said it was fine, but it wasn't fine. Oh my gosh! If you haven't heard the Dilbert episode, you have to go back to the podcast. Um. And you can watch it too on our Facebook. Um, we posted it up there, but it's uh, you posted the audio too up at our podcast. Yeah, I posted the audio version and the video version. Holy so, cow. I mean, both versions are available and you guys can check them out whenever. Um, it was fun just to kind of relive and think about some of the, the stunts we did. Did you see him post on Facebook where he said uh, he was 100% willing to come down and hop in the octagon with somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think he was serious? Um, I don't. I think he he's just saying it now. But when it comes down to him flying out here and actually stepping into an octagon with a UFC fighter, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But he's in Montana. Yeah. So he can talk. He can talk a big game right now because he's a thousand miles away. Right. And he probably thinks that it's never going to happen. Today's show is brought to you by Flashback Friday. Remember playing outside in the 80s and then coming home when the streetlights came on? That was an amazing time to grow up. Now, wait, where's my smartphone? I can't survive without my smartphone. So where were we? We were talking about the Dilberts. Uh, oh, Dilbert number one and, yeah, him coming down and possibly. Yeah, if he steps in the octagon with Diego Sanchez or John Dodson. Diego will wreck him if he goes in there. Oh, the time, the last time I was in the octagon with Diego when I was uh, filming the, uh, the sauna show with him. Yeah. We had the, we had the infrared sauna set up in the octagon at the UFC gym and Diego was just messing around. He picked me up, slammed me on the ground. (laughs) Like he's just playing, but he didn't realize, bro, I, you're not a fighter. You're not used to that. I don't do that. Yeah. You can't just pick me up and throw my body down. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it'd be fun if Dilbert actually did come down. You know? Yeah. But that's the one good thing about Dilbert number one is that every time we we had him do something, his reaction was probably the best. You know, he cried. He screamed. He, he didn't want to do it. He quit. And then you had Dilbert number two who was just tough as nails, man. Kid would do anything. Yeah, he would. He would absolutely. That guy was fearless, man. Mm-hmm. I remember when we ran him through the car wash when we use, we were using the high pressure washer on him. Oh gosh! And I was thinking about it as we were doing it. I was like, man, I don't know that I want to do this to this guy because it's but you gonna did like, it anyways. Well, because you egged me on. Oh, I egged you on. 
I was out in the field. Yeah, and I was in the studio. You were the one instructing me on what to do. But you had control of the trigger. I could have not done it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I could have not done it. Exactly. And there was no video evidence back then because back in, you know, back in the early 2000s, there were no smartphones. No, there weren't. But we had pictures. I think there's a picture. Well, there was a picture of you uh, spraying them down, but that was about it. Yeah. What do you got? You hearing from the catfish? No, I'm not hearing from the catfish. Hey, if you're just joining us, I mean, this isn't radio. This is podcast, but um, Buck got catfished by uh, the... Uh, what see what season of the voice is this 18 season 18 winner of the voice buck booked the interview with uh todd I, and todd he, tillman he uh catfished buck now to my defense i didn't go through his personal page i went through his artist page but i mean when you look at his artist page it looks legit right oh yeah i mean there are videos of him personally like Putting stuff out there, like letters he got from people that watched yeah, the show. It looks and, like he has uh, like 50,000 followers on there or something. Yeah. So it looks like the legit page that, and he responded back to you. Yeah. It was, and it was fairly quickly too. So um, maybe he got an agent and his agent said, no more interviews. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I even went and cleaned up a couple of the titles on our podcast since he's a pastor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, just in case he wanted to look at it, you know, it's oh like. Oh, my gosh. He's there. You know, Buck. I just. Uh, oh, my. Really? <laughs> I didn't want to scare the guy off. I he, mean. He's this. He's, he won the voice. So what? And obviously, he's, we didn't even get the interview anyways. He didn't even call. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think that's maybe why I've been trying to get a couple of politicians to come on since it's election time. And I think we might scare people. Because, oh, my gosh. Well, think. No, 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 no. Don't. Oh, my gosh. Think about what. You. Think about the impression people have about us. Because what did he, what the first time we made it into the alibis uh, best of Burke? Yeah. What did they say about us? Foul mouth, raunchy morning show. That's what they called us. That's what we were. At the time we were, <laughs> I don't know what are you talking no, about. No, 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 no. This is this is this is this was Buck BC when they said that actually, because or Buck A- AC after after yeah. that. You know, it's like we weren't bad. I mean, we were kind of rowdy, but we weren't raunchy. Yeah, we weren't really foul mouth. You could tell the whoever wrote that didn't listen to our show. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and if they did, maybe they listened to us back in the day when we were raunchy and rowdy because i still get that every once in a while oh wait, who are you calling? it's not it's not mark ronchetti no I, I really i've been trying to get ronchetti to come on and he won't come on why not he won't even answer my what he won't even answer my emails i've known that guy since he was a beat reporter what is up with that why i don't know he's big timing he totally big time we've had a lot of people big time since we're not on the radio anymore but little do they know that we're going to be a powerhouse podcast. Yeah. And people are going to be beating our door down yeah. to get on the show. Dude, Buck just tried to call somebody and they didn't pick up. Well, I was just. Well. Sounds like people are just dying to be on our show. Well, he didn't know. This was just me randomly calling somebody. <laughs> I wanted to make sure my phone was still working. Get somebody on the phone. I feel like we have to get somebody on the phone okay. at this point. <laughs> we do have to get somebody on the phone. You see, I bet he'll answer. Don't look. You got. Enjoy this Verizon ring back tone while your party is reached. That is old school. <laughs> that's like early 2000s. <laughs> no, that's like 90s. Is that 90s? That's 90s. Wow. Nobody's taking my calls. Nobody's taking. Nobody takes my calls anymore. I used to be able to get people on the phone, and uh, it was not a problem. It was not a problem. Uh, nobody, nobody cares. People anymore. don't want to take my calls. Yeah. And you know, it's we not like catfish. You know what? It's not like anybody's doing anything. You know, uh, that's you know what? That's my point. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly what I've been saying to people. It's like, listen, you're locked down. We're locked down. Just come on the podcast for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I mean, we got Stuart from Letterkenny to come on. He came on. That's he, one of the yeah. funniest shows ever. He came on. I don't know who else to I don't know who to call. I mean, I do have a lot of famous people on my phone. Who do you have? Anybody we can call? Um, I mean, sure. I mean, I have, uh, <clears throat> let's see, I have Brennan Schaub. 
No, I don't want to call him. Um, I have Steve, Stephen Christian, one of my one of my best friends. We should call Stephen Christian. I have Todd Cook. I have John Dotson, Diego Sanchez. I have Rashad Evans. Do you have like a, Brendan Fair? Do you have a group of? Do you have like a group in your phone just of famous people? No, I'm just going through them okay. alphabetically here. I have John Jones. I don't he, want to call. I have him. Keith Jardine. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Nick McKinley. Who's that? The real Jack Ryan. Remember? Oh, that's and right. You, the guy we were going to talk to day before our interview with him, and you bailed. Well, something came up, and I had to. I couldn't do it. Who else do I have here? I have Chuck Liddell. No, yeah, what's Chuck up to these days? I don't know. I don't want to call Chuck Liddell. Um, Tate Fletcher. We have to get somebody on the phone. Isaac Valley Flag. You know what? We need to get Isaac Valley Flag on the show. That guy's story is incredible. The way he's been able to turn his life around, and now he's doing the uh, the bare knuckle fighting. Amazing. Yeah, well, that's on hold. It's on hold, but he's he's still training hard, man. And uh, um, yeah, his story is incredible because he was uh, he was addicted to drugs, stealing things, got arrested. Oh my gosh! Seriously? Wow. That who was are loud. you calling? That was loud. Don't look. I don't know if he's gonna answer. <gasps> hey, what's up, man? How are you, brother? Good. How are you? Good. You're live on our podcast. Who is this? Oh, really? Yeah, you're on our Isaac? podcast. It's Isaac. Yeah, I was just I was just talking to Buck about you. Uh, were you saying bad things, good things? No, no, he was saying. So Isaac, we have to be totally transparent with you. I got catfished. He got catfished. I got I, I got I got catfished, and I need to just openly admit this to everybody listening to the podcast right now. One of my TV shows that I watch regularly is The Voice. I love a, I love a good vocalist, right? Yeah. Love to listen to a good vocalist. Everybody does, especially in this eh, time of COVID. I'm Music not, is soothing. I'm not into it. It's healing. It helps. And I reached out to the dude who actually won the show, and he responded and said he was going to come on the show and be on the podcast with us. And he didn't call. He didn't. Oh. I th- I think I might have got. I think I might have gotten catfished. You did. Yeah. So, so I'm my second choice. No, no. So here's what happens. Third. No, here's what happens. Actually, actually, you're third because second is calling third. right now. <laughs> so, so Buck's been trying to call people Sweet. and nobody's picking up, Isaac. Like nobody's picking up. And so I start talking about you. I'm like, we need to get Isaac on so we can. Isaac's our homie. Yeah, He'll answer the phone. Because his story's incredible. <laughs> and so, no matter what. Yeah. And you picked up. So Isaac, what, what we would like to do is we would like to schedule a time with you when you can actually come in and actually be on the show with us because you have a very interesting story. You and I actually have kind of similar stories and I think people would love to hear your story about uh, where you've been, wh- where you, what you've gone through and where you are now. Yep. And I think it would be an amazing story. I think people would love to hear it and we want to see if you want to come on the podcast. Absolutely, man. I'd love to. I love uh, I love talking with you guys and, and uh, talking about whatever. So always have. Your phone sounds amazing, by the way. It does. Is that a landline? Are you on a landline? Uh, yeah, because I just keep my landline with me at work. It's actually a bag phone. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It's an old analog bag phone I just keep on my hip. I love that. I love that. Okay, well, we're going to – I'll have Dex actually reach out to you and set this up and schedule this. I know we have uh, we have a band that we're going to talk to on either Monday or Tuesday, but we'll have you on early next week, maybe like uh, maybe Thursday or Friday if you're available. Uh, yeah, the only thing is like my my wife had a friend pass away, so we, I might be at a funeral. Uh, but you know, we can I can figure something out as far as stepping away. I could just do it in the funeral, I guess. Well, you know, and it, it doesn't have to. Seriously, yeah, I don't know if it, we want to take you away from the funeral, nah, but it, I kind of like the idea of you like saying. Wait. Excuse me, I just need to step out and this call real quick. <laughs> we're, we're we can just, wait. We can wait, Isaac. Live, live podcasting a funeral. <laughs> yeah. We can wait till you get back if hey, you have time, buddy. The Buck and Dex podcast is available to broadcast from funerals as well. So <laughs> you guys are awful. I know. Uh, All right, Isaac. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. See you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you. Take care, Isaac. All right, bye. bye. So that was one guest. Um 
Let's see. Holly Holm, have you talked to her at all? She, no. She big time to me, big time. She, she, she big, big time me, big time? She big times everybody now, I think. She's, she's too she's too busy. Who's this? Is this Jake? Yeah. I haven't talked to Jake in a while. I know. I saw him at So the- we got a fighter? Yo. Hey, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you, man? Good. You're actually live on our podcast right now. Hi, Jake. Oh God, are you serious? What's yeah. up? <laughs> we just wanted to know uh, if we could, uh, if you, we, we were thinking about doing a parade in front of your house because we haven't seen you for a long time. And what I want to do is I want to organize it with about 150 to 200 cars, and I want everybody to play faithfully by Journey as loud as they can in their car speaker as we tour in front of your home. Give me, I'm gonna need a couple days because I need a lot of bullets. <laughs> wow. He oh. hates him some journey. Really? Yeah. Am I allowed to cuss? <clears throat> oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know though, Jake, because Buck's changed a lot. No, I haven't changed. He's a scared lot. about our even, image no, now. He's no. scared. He's scared about our image. Jake, let me explain what happened. All right. Let me talk to you about what's going on. So Jake is the lead singer of a band called Anesthesia. They've been a band for over twenty years here in Albuquerque. Uh, kind of the staple metal band of Albuquerque, if you were signed briefly to a, a label called Suburban Noise Records. And uh, you've been a, just a staple in the market for a long time. And so we figured you would be the next best alternative to talk to because I totally 100% got catfished. You got catfished? We were supposed to have a guest on today. And Jake, you being a vocalist, <clears throat> you can probably understand where I'm coming from with this. I watch a TV show called The Voice. I love seeing me a good vocalist, right? And the guy that won the show this year is a guy named Todd Tillman. He's a pastor from Meridian, Mississippi. He's 42 years old. And he sounds like he could be like one of the lost Almond Brothers. I mean, got it. He's he's, okay. Whatever. Dude, he won the voice. He's got a killer voice. So I'm watching the show, not even realizing he had won the show yet, and reached out to him through his artist page on Facebook and he gets back to me pretty quickly. He's like, yeah, what are you thinking? And so we work out all the details. I send him my phone number. I say, hey, why don't you uh, why don't you just call him? We'll do an audio version of the podcast instead of video. It'll be good. And uh, turns out he's, uh, he's not calling. He, he catfished us. Unless the only thing I could think of, we need to be on recording this at 11 o'clock in case he calls. Okay. You know what? I'm done. He's just in case. I'm done. So, Jake, I, I firmly believe I got catfish. So, how are you? How is anesthesia? What's new? <laughs> I'm doing good. Anesthesia's um, doing good. Lots of things. Um, Aaron just had a baby. Oh, did he really? He had his baby? Wow. Yeah, he had his baby on the 20th, I believe. Nice. Little Isla, yeah. So, yeah, so Aaron's, Aaron's dad. Um, obviously, Dax's dad. No, we're doing good. I mean, as much as we can do with this stuff going on. We made a video. I don't know if you guys saw it, but we made a video where we all recorded ourselves um, playing the song at home. We actually yeah. recorded the song all separately and all that kind of stuff. I saw that. That was really that, cool. Super fun. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. So just trying to do that. I mean, every band on the planet doing it, but it's what we got to do right now. So, right. But, um, yeah, now I'm not even sure what social gatherings look like now, but hope we're going to get together jam on Friday and, and uh, you know, <laughs> put it all back together and see how it feels. So good. But that's about it, man. I don't know about shows. Who knows what happened with shows? Yeah. yeah that's, uh-huh. that's the scary part, right? Probably, probably not till next year. You know? Well, I just got a tidbit of information. I mean, having two live music venues, I'm staying yeah. firmly on top of this situation about what's going on. And Isleta has just canceled the remainder of their shows for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And there was an article that actually came out on KOB that said, um, out of the governor's office, they've heard that most likely we're not going to have live events, concerts, sporting events, etc., until late next year. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what we might have to do is I think we're going to be able to actually open Inside Out soon. So what I want you guys to do is figure out how you can take your songs and turn them into acoustic, folky sounding songs or bluegrass. And let's come down and let's have Anesthesia Unplugged. We'll film it just like they did on MTV, and it's going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. Are you in? Right, and then just, if you guys can provide the doctor to chop our balls off. Yes. Yes, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I can definitely do that. So Actually, actually, it takes a lot more balls to do what you're asking us to do. So we have to check that out and try it. Yeah, I think it would be good. So, all right. Hey, we got to run. We got to get, uh, get somebody else on the phone. We're filling up our time.
right. Call the show Catfish and have him find that guy for you. All right. Well, he actually just sent me a message. We'll talk about that in a second. So thanks for calling <laughs> See back. See you, Jake. All right, All right, man. Bye. Later. So he just texted Todd from The Voice, the winner of The Voice, just texted Bucks. You have to be back here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Do you understand that? And check my schedule. What's tomorrow? Friday? He said, man, I am so sorry. I inadvertently put you on the calendar tomorrow. Can we still do it? My apologies. This is what catfish. Yes, we can. This is what the catfishes do. They do this. I watch 90 Day Fiance, and this happens all the time. Happens all the time. Is he asking for money? No, he's not asking Have for money. Have you sent anything to him? No. Any gifts? No. All right. No gifts. Just checking, because that's the next thing he's going to ask. He's going to say he needs, uh, he needs money for a surgery. <laughs> and then you're going to send him money. His gastric bypass surgery that exactly. he doesn't need. He's like, I can do it, but I have this He's surgery. a runner. He's a runner like you, apparently. Ah, okay. Just saying, don't send this guy any money. This is what the catfisher fishers do. All right. Tomorrow, we're going to record again tomorrow. Okay. Fine. The th- <laughs> I don't even care about this interview. I do. I know. And that's why I'm here to support you. Because you know what? When I book when I book my friend Rachel from 90 Day Fiance, you're going to support me. All right? How about that? Huh? Let me actually check something here real quick. Um, oh, no. He interviewed. He emailed me from his fan page. Oh, boy. So... Okay, we need to make another call. We need to we need to get an expert on this and see if uh, if uh, if this is going to be real. I don't want to show you who this is because. Hold on, Mister Tillman. Yes, sir. Exclamation point! All right, here we go. You ready for this? You're going to be. You might. You might get teary eyed with this. Really? One. Yeah. Hmm. I think. Gosh, it's so loud. I think you might get teary eyed. Hello? Hello? Welcome to the Buck and Dex podcast. <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? Dex is trying to figure out who you are because I didn't tell him who we were calling. <gasps> this is Bill May. <laughs> Bill, Bill May! Oh, very, my gosh! Very nice. No, no way. You, oh, my gosh. I missed you so much. I have a huge smile on my face, and so does Dex. This Aww. is awesome. So do I. So, uh, how are you guys? Good. You know, we're just uh, surviving this uh, this strange time in the world, and uh, the coronavirus, yeah. the Rona, the yep. Rona is no joke. Yeah. How's how's it for you? Uh, you know, uh, I still go to work every day, although there's very few people there. Uh, but it's very strange. That is for sure. So you're still living. You live in L.A., right? Still, yeah, and yeah, I, I, I do, and I, and I travel a lot, so that's been the weirdest thing. Is I, I'm ready to get on a plane. I'm ready to go. Wow, yeah. Just it, don't go to Texas because I had to fly to Texas to go pick up a car for my wife, and mm-hmm. I think Texans actually believe that the coronavirus is not a real thing because when I got there, no kidding, not one person that I saw in the entire state of Texas was wearing a mask. Nobody was wearing gloves. They didn't have hand sanitizer. I mean, wow. these people think that it's complete nonsense. And the gentleman who actually lives behind me, the, my, my backyard neighbor that I share a wall with, he's actually from Amarillo. And Amarillo has actually turned into the hot spot in Texas for the coronavirus. Hmm. They don't believe in it. So stay out of Texas, Bill, and Florida. No, those are the places I want to go. Um, <laughs> right? The uh, uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, you said something that uh, uh, sadly too many people believe, and 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 it is uh, most of us don't know how to how to do it, so that we would be much better off never wearing gloves. Yeah, because mm. most people don't know how to wear them properly and That's how true. to do it, so that you they would be much better off just washing their hands regularly or using hand and yeah, that, and that's the cross contamination. People don't understand. My wife, I don't know if I told you this or not, Bill, but my wife is actually an OR nurse now, and yep. they've been. Uh, she was working a schedule where they were doing her surgeries, so she worked Wednesday, Thursdays, and usually Fridays, 
And they actually pulled all of the OR staff off of their duties because 90% of what they were doing was elective surgeries. And they put them on a PPE duty with the rest of the hospital, ensuring that everybody knew how to properly, you know, their, their N95 masks were fitted properly. They were leak testing them to make sure nothing was getting through. You know, they're wearing their gloves properly, taking them off, putting them on, all that stuff. So, yeah, people just have no idea uh, what to do with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, most people, you know, if you wear, if they wear gloves, they just put them on and, uh, you know, they eat Doritos and they move on through <laughs> the day. The and, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, what's, you, you, you're worse than just washing your hands. You know, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I wear a mask because uh, it makes people around me feel more comfortable. Yeah, and me that's too. fine. I, I'm being, re- I'm, re- I'm being respectful of, of the people that, uh, that have to leave the house and that, you know, or that are out and about. But uh, when I get to my office, my office is a mask-free zone for myself. If you come to my office, uh, you understand that you're walking into a place where I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I leave my office, I put a mask on, but if I, if I'm not, if I'm in my office and you come to me, it's, it's your problem. Yeah. And I think that the hardest part for me personally through this whole pandemic has been social media and just the media in general, because there's so much information out there. There one day they're saying none of it and none of it and none of it is, is, because you're pulling it from our our yeah. media, no matter where you're looking at, it's got a it's got a uh, there was a an agenda exactly at the, to 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 make the story be have an ending that right. they want in the agenda. Yeah, um, and we're not getting actionable information. Plus, there is so little information from where we started with. You know, the the people like Fauci and Burks and whoever you know the virologists and all of that are didn't have any information on this. So right. they're changing their, but from new information, they're changing, but they're not saying that they're just saying, you know, that they're, you know, they're doing things like, Oh, well we need to flatten the curve. So uh, maybe you should wear your masks. Okay. The curve is flattened. Now you are required to wear your masks. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Uh, and, and they're not explaining any of this. They're just, they're just saying, so it's coming across like, they're not they're not being logical in their in their assertions and so people like me who 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 uh, are free thinkers uh, and 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 analytical thinkers you want more yeah i want more information and give me more so that i can make informed decisions as opposed to following uh the the the, the uh the mandates of people who seem to be changing their minds. Now, some of it is new information, but like the, the, you know, we got to flatten the curve. We got to flatten the curve. We flattened the curve. So now we are required to wear masks. Yeah. Explain to me why. And they, no one does. Right. Right. You know, this is a very good, it's, it's a very similar example of like bad parenting. And I always, as much as I can, as much as I can remember to do this, I try not to be like my parents and I try to do this with my children, when I tell them to do something, I always try to give them an explanation why. So I can get their mind working and get them thinking about, you know, the process of, of my thought process. I don't want you to stand up on the bar between the dining room and the kitchen because if you fall off there, you know, you could hit your head on the table and you could get hurt really bad instead of just saying, because I told you to do it. And that's really kind of what we're dealing with at this point is, is we have we have bad parenting happening with our with our elected officials in, in government right now. You know, and, and 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 the problem is is you know there has been a lot of mistakes made because of you know we just didn't have the information right right yeah um, and and so I, I accept those mistakes as part of life right we we accept those but. When someone is being trumpeted as a as this amazing uh, father figure who has who has uh, really saved the state of New York, when in reality he's the one who ordered nursing homes to accept COVID patients. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. There's uh, over there's over five thousand people in New York State dead because of that rule. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You are absolutely right. And and there's over a uh, a uh, thousand in in uh, L.A. that is dead because of that. But well, it wasn't that rule. But it, that, there's been a a thousand people in nursing homes. I mean, that's the problem that we're not seeing is most of the people dying from this live in nursing homes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, let, no, me, let, right. Me, let me, let me, let me, because I don't think we even really told the audience. We have a lot of new listeners and maybe a lot of people that don't know who Bill May is. Yeah. Bill May was, uh, I came on working at The Edge back in 2002, 2003, and Bill May was uh, working there as were you a G? What were you? What was your title? He was the back operations then? manager. Operations manager back then. And uh, I remember when I first met Bill May, I was I didn't know how to take him because of his flashy, silky, smooth <laughs> uh, shirts that he wore. Um, and uh, man, over the years, man, we just uh, I. You're one of my favorite people still to this day, Bill. Seriously, I, I I value the time that I got to spend with you. I learned so much in radio from you. And the day you got fired, it truly was one of the... That was the day the music ugh, died for us. It really you was, know, yeah. Don was, McLean started playing in my head when, when we saw you get that envelope. And it's like... Bye bye. Yeah, Mr. it was. American it was a bye. tough. It's like day, that man. was a rough one, Bill. Uh, it was that. That was hard. Yeah. It was hard. So, well, you know, the thing is, is it, it got it got it got me here. So, you know, it's it's yeah. all good. Yeah. You know, I believe that you're living the life that you are totally suited for now. I mean, the stuff that you're doing. So you are the operations manager, and, and for you, the listener right now that doesn't know what that is in the radio world, that's basically like the general manager for all of the air talent. And what they do is they're a go-between between the air talent and the the executive management, like the the general manager, the sales manager. And they kind of are the 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 go-between between sales and marketing and and the on-air staff. And it's it's a really cool job. And you're probably you're the best one we've ever we've ever worked for because after that we just, you know, just kind of got brushed under the rug. Yeah, we kind of did. Oh, it, you know, we, man, we were treated like the redheaded stepchild for a long time. And Bill, he was always he always had our back, you know. And that was the one thing I loved about Bill May was he always supported us when we wanted to do something. He had our back, you know, and he he would he would make it happen. He always tried to make it happen. And, yeah, and that's why you know we respected you and loved you so much. Did you happen to? Were you were you able to listen to the episode where we had Chuck Hammond on? No, I have not. Uh, through this uh, time period, it's just been so weird. I, you know, it's, I've been trying, you know, and for you know to 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 give you a little. Of course, you probably don't know, but I'm I, I work with a lot of different shows. I work as uh, a talent coach uh, for uh, different shows in the company uh, uh, around the company country, which is why I, I'm on an airplane a lot. Um, and, um, you know, including, um, and not limited to the Woody show in Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, the Woody show is, is based in LA. Woody is one of my dearest friends on the planet. Um, and, and so I work with a lot of, uh, great air talent, great shows and, and, uh, you know, just, it, it's, it's a blast doing what I get to do. I get to work yeah. with uh, guys like you every day and it's, it's just a blast. Man, well, you know, in the Woody show, man, it, it's a solid, it's a, it, I mean, it's the, the reason why it's syndicated in so many different places is because they're, they're great. Man. It's a good show. It's a great show. It really show. is a good and, show. And a syndicated show can be tough, man, especially here in Albuquerque. You know, Bill, syndicated shows don't really do very well in Albuquerque. It's, it's tough. So, um, man, props to you though. It's, it's, uh, I turn it on every once in a while and, and, uh, we actually, but, we did the morning show on Friday Friday morning on KOB and uh, KOB AM, which is now 96.3 FM. But we actually did the morning show on Friday. And I actually, I asked the question that they asked on, on their show that day, just because it was too good. And I know the audience isn't the same, you know, but they had, uh, you remember last week when they had the topic, what lies did your parents tell you growing up? 
and uh, mm-hmm. and we used we asked the question because we were doing the show. Darren White is actually an on air talent at uh, at KOB now, and and he always asks us to come on and join him when he has to fill in and do the show for Bob Clark. And so we actually borrowed that question from the Woody show. What lies did your parents tell you when you were growing up? And we literally, the way the talks, the talk schedule works is totally absurd. I mean, you get to talk for like four minutes or three minutes and then you have to go to a commercial break and then you have to do traffic and you can't really get going. Like we used to be able to get going, but we were actually able to take that topic and stretch it over like two and a half hours. And it was amazing. Yep. Um, you know, he is uh, he is one of my favorite air personalities. Uh, you know uh, that I've ever gotten to work with. Uh, he, they, and the entire team. I mean, the, the, every member of that team is are just um, sweethearts. Uh, they are they are good people, which is what makes it fun to work with them so much. So, what uh, what 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 what's a memory that kind of stands out in your head, Bill May? Um, you know, working with us because we did. We did some pretty, you know, crazy. When fun we had stunts. when we had Chuck on, he said he we almost got fired a lot. Yeah, and we figured that that was probably pretty true. And it's you, you probably saved uh, our ass so many times. No, 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 no. I don't know that. Uh, I mean, um, you know, most of the stuff that was done. I mean, you know, we you and I had worked out. Or, you know, we had we had worked out a plan to do it. I mean, from uh, well, let's see. There was, I mean, you know, there were a couple of what was, what was the, the guy that we, we, there, didn't we have a, an issue at one point with uh, someone eating something way too hot? Yeah, that was Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, that's when he, he was screaming outside Somebody of called, 94 I think Erica Rock Viking, and Erica freaked out. She called 911. Yeah. It was a little scary. Yeah, that, that one, that one was a little off the wall. Uh, but, you know, stuff like uh, running over the PS, the brand new, uh, re, the brand newly released PS4 with a, with a uh, steamroller, uh, uh, steamroller. That one, that one was fun. Or what we put, uh, uh, we we uh, uh, act. What was uh, we did the uh, stunt where we put uh, a dog in a balloon, but it was oh, that was the a, cat. Uh, yeah, cat we, we loaded the cat across. That, the that's the one I was freaking out over. I kept telling Bill May and Buck, I, I don't, I don't think we should do this because what if the the balloons pop and then the basket with the cat falls on the freeway and calls causes this huge pile up and then people die and then we're I'll tell you right now what I was honestly hoping for with that bit was I was hoping that the the air force was going to scramble some F16s because it was flying <laughs> over the base and they didn't know what it was <laughs> yeah. that's what I wanted that's what I was shooting for and it yeah. didn't happen yeah yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, but we 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 did we did some fun stuff. I don't know that I don't know uh, that you were ever seriously in uh, 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 danger. But there were there were a couple of moments where we, there were discussions had. There's no question. There was so the moment that sticks out to me was when Buck and I decided to um, take Martin Luther King. <laughs> Dude. You know what, Bill was honestly. You were actually oh. hurt. like I. I think yeah. we 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 crossed a we crossed a line there yeah. because we totally took advantage of that situation. Because we did. We said we were taking Martin Luther King Jr. Day off, and you had a look on your face when we came in the next day, oh, and you looked like a disappointed dad. It, you didn't even have to say anything to us. We sat down in your office, and you gave us that look of disappointment, and I felt so awful. Like I just, I just let my dad down. It was just terrible. Sorry, Bill. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know the the issues uh, that uh, that happened through the years. I mean, uh, you know, from from uh, you know, we had there was we had issues with trout. I mean, you know, there was a, a, a and one of the issues we had with trout was was uh, my idea and, uh, and and my and and the problem ended up uh, coming back to me. Uh, but I mean, you know, we had, we had such great people in that, in that building, yeah. uh, from trout to Tony Lynn to, uh, Jackie, Tony and, and, and the group. I mean, I, I had, I had a blast working with everybody there. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. We did a great support group of people there that, uh, you know, after you left too, it was, uh, it was, it was hard, but you know, Chuck Hammond, he, he was, he was good, man. He, he, he took care of us for a while and, and right up until he riffed us. Yeah. He really, he didn't, they didn't fire us. They riffed. Yeah. When he was on here, he wanted to make it very clear that we weren't fired. He's like, you guys were riffed. And I was like, well, it sure as hell felt like we got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, 
uh, um, corporate corporate speak. Corporate right? speak, yeah. So, Bill, we uh, I watched The Voice. I'll admit this. I watched The Voice, and um, I was watching it on Hulu the other night. I hadn't watched the finale yet, and there was a gentleman on there by the name of Todd Tillman, and he's a 42-year-old pastor from Meridian, Mississippi. He sounds like he's probably like one of the lost Almond Brothers. I mean, has such a cool voice. And I emailed the guy on Facebook through his artist page. It looks totally legit. I showed it to Dex. And he responded probably within five minutes. And, you know, I kind of gave him the background of who we are. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be into that. What are you guys thinking? So we worked it all out, got him to agree. We set up a time for today at... Um, at 10 o'clock our time. And it turns out the guy ends up winning the voice. He won the show. I didn't know when I booked oh, him. Wow. I had no idea. And this just happened last week. So this guy is a hot commodity as far as interviews, right? And mm-hmm. 10 o'clock comes, no Todd Tillman. Yeah. 10.05, no Todd Tillman. Mm-hmm. No Todd Tillman, no Todd Tillman, no Todd Tillman. 10.30, I sent him a couple of messages uh, through Facebook, and he got back to me and said, uh, man, I'm so sorry. I inadvertently put you on the calendar t- tomorrow. Can we still do it? My apologies. And so I reply, yes, we can. We're actually recording now saying how we might have been catfished. Uh, do you want to do it same time, your time? And he said, tomorrow. I said, yes. He's like, I'm making certain that it's on the calendar. I just call in. Yes. And I say, yes. Do you think we got catfished? Don't know. I don't think we should have. I, I think we should. I think you should have replied back and said, sorry, you can't be on the show now. Dude, he just won the voice. So what? And he's Who like, cares? he's got a, it's a great story. Why wouldn't we want to talk to him? Because he really wasn't even that good. You're crazy. He won the show. Yeah. Nobody was watching the voice anyways, because the, the, it wasn't even the real voice. I think the ratings would, 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 I don't know would, about that, man. would challenge that thought. I don't know. Uh, are you watching 90 Day Fiance? No, well, he doesn't fucking watch 90 Day Fiance. What are you watching? What is, what's your show? Uh, I don't know. Um, right now, I've uh, run out of things, and so I've gone back to watch stuff that I've liked in the past. Like, I'm binge-watching right now Deadwood. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, did you ever watch Justified? Uh, watched every episode. That's probably on the list of things to rewatch. So if, good. Uh, yep. If this lockdown happens... For much longer. Oh, you know what actually just came out? It's I don't know how you watch it, but I have a I have a way to watch it. There was a show that came out this year in April called Gangs of London. And one of the guys from Peaky Blinders is the main character in it. And it's, you know, modern times like gangs and whatnot. But uh that show is really, really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I went back and watched Pacific. You know, back in 2010, Tom Hanks was the executive producer on it. I don't know what that is. It's uh, about World War One, and oh, okay, yeah, it's on yeah. HBO. And yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, it's a ten series miniseries, and it, oh my gosh, it is so good. Yeah. So I went back and watched that. I like going back Game of Thrones. I've gone back and watched that a couple times, and because there's so much to that show that it, it's almost better watching it the second time through. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Well, Bill, thank you so much for uh, coming on with us. We we want to have you on where you can actually act, spend some time with us. Uh, I've got to actually take Dex to go pick up his car right now. So, uh, and then I've got to go show a couple of properties. But uh, thank you for being on. Uh, is there a good time when you can maybe just come on and hang out with us for you know like forty five minutes an hour and just kind of chop it up? This is uh, this is uh, as good a time as there is, and. Uh, um uh, most uh, most days. Um, the the other thing that I I want to say since uh, since I'm on your show is please listen to uh, an artist that I uh, uh, love and, ha- and and I'm working with by the name of Sigs C Y G Z. Um, you can find his music on uh, 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 Spotify. Uh, you know any any place you listen to music. Uh, take a listen to it. He is an incredible poet and an incredible artist. Okay. C Y. Spell it again. C Y G Z. Okay. It's not hard, dude. It's four letters. I'm just making sure. I got it right. All right. Okay. I got it right. I'm yep. pulling it up. And, uh, he he's, he is an incredible poet and an incredible singer and an incredible uh, 
artist is a, 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 an all and my and uh, one of my dearest friends in the world. Would James you? Michael, the lead singer of Six AM, is the is the producer who produced all the music for this. Okay. Oh, this is that artist that you had me listen to before. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, Do- we've we've released, and he's he is uh, he's an incredible young man. Would you like us to have him on the podcast? Because we're starting to book musicians now. We actually have this little Americana band that I found called The Wind and the Wave, which you should listen to, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. They're actually going to be on on Tuesday with us. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll set some I'll set something up with you. Okay, cool. perfect. All right, Bill. Well, thank you very much yeah, Bill. for uh, uh, just dealing with us, and thank you for your friendship and and your mentorship over the years. It's it's really meant a lot to Absolutely, us. Absolutely, Bill. We, uh, miss we, you, man. we love you and well, we miss I, you. I, I, I love you guys and thank you. And, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, I hopefully get back into Albuquerque again. We were planning, Woody and I were planning on coming in this, this year at some point. So, uh, but who knows now with all the, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, coronavirus stuff, but, um, if, if we can get in, I, I definitely want to have uh, dinner, lunch, breakfast, whatever you guys can Heck do. Heck yeah. Yeah. You know what we could do is, uh, even if the, the bars aren't open, we can, uh, open up the speakeasy specifically just for you guys. And we can have like a little, uh, thing down there at our speakeasy. Yeah. It'd be great. Oh, nice. Love yeah, it. It's fancy. All well, right. Thank, fancy. thank you guys. And, and, uh, we will talk soon. All, All right, right, Bill. See ya. See you, man. Bye. All right. Take it. Bye. Bill All May. Right. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's it. Uh, done. Todd We're Tillman out. will be on the next episode of the Buck and Dex podcast. <laughs> we'll see. Find out tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Todd Tillman, the Buck and Dex podcast. See you later. That's all we got. There ain't no more. Time is tight. It's the end of the show.